Hello. Welcome back to, <laughs> to today's episode of Superiority Complex. This should be episode five. Um, and a special shout out to Alex Lee, who actually started the discussion around this topic. Um, yeah. Yeah. We were discussing uh, lawyers, and she let us know that solicitors actually make up 53%, like female solicitors, sorry, make up 53% of the workforce. Um, and then Faith and I got talking about diversity, and we thought, yeah, a bit serious, but I think it'd be interesting for us to discuss um, the concept of diversity in 2021 and what that actually looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Um, I think the first concept that we have to discuss is tokenism. Yeah. Okay, Would I'm not like really... A lot of these terms I keep mixing up. Um, I don't know if we talked about this in last episode or in that, the one that we did, except there was this time when debating where like, I got mixed up between all these different terms. It was it was tragic. But anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, tokenism, from my understanding is basically when you like have someone in a position not because they actually need to be there but purely because they look good so they are a token for whatever you're trying to promote um and often for people of diverse backgrounds whether you're a woman a person of color um a genderqueer person etc um often it can feel like people are put into lower level places as an act of tokenism rather than recognized for their skill or worth and often, um, especially following, I think, movements like Black Lives Matter and this whole, like, racial wokeness. Oh, we're so going to get cancelled for something we say during this episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but <laughs> we persevere. Um, the concept of, like, diversity and racial wokeness, especially in the wake of, like, Black Lives Matter and all that kind of stuff, I feel like has become very performative. And I think a lot of, like, companies and big organisations are taking on the stance of diversity and it's become a very like black and white, oh, like, let's make it look like we care about diversity, but really like, let's not, you know, push people higher up than entry level or encourage, you know, opinion and discussion around, um, around, sorry, we're trying to discuss the drink of the week. So we didn't really think of one, did we? I have water with me. Faith Wong, what do you have? I also have water with me. I guess it's water now. <laughs> yeah, it is. So we, I think the effort level has really gone down with us. Mm. Well, we've had really deep conversation. We're starting a deep conversation, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We make up for the lack of effort with the drink, but the effort in the actual podcast. That's a lie. <laughs> anyways, anyways. Um, sorry. So basically the concept of tokenism I think is really interesting because I feel like we don't discuss it enough and often a lot of these like, oh, like 50% of our corporation are women, you know, 50% of our corporation are people of colour, you know, yeah. we're encouraging XYZ for people with disability feels very like, I guess, it performative It sounds great, except yeah. it, like... We like a lot of people don't acknowledge that those aren't really as it seems. Oh wow, this is Definitely. really deep for me. Hold on, <laughs> it is. I'd say that's the most intellectual thing I think I've ever heard you say. <laughs> um, because like yeah. the promotion aspects, it's a lot more even even in like flight attendants. Okay, if you mm. um, <laughs> okay okay, I know this is really crazy and like it's not um, generally seen like oh. Um, they're like high posts of like business um 
I don't know, working up the corporate ladder or even like lawyers and doctors and stuff like that. But um, flight attendants, like, you know how there's like this um, ec- economy class business and then it yeah. goes to first class. And obviously yeah. the higher you go, the more trained you have to be as a flight attendant. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure the more money you'd make as well. Yeah. But the thing is, a lot there's a lot less women working like first class as a flight attendant because um, a lot of them go have children, um, and then also it's really hard. So a lot of them end up being males in like the first class of. Okay, I'm kind of I went on uh, on like a. We're making a few generalizations. Yeah. No. Okay. This was from a um, yeah disclaimer. (laughs) We don't know what we're talking about, and a lot Um, of what we're saying is generalizations. So but like a lot of the just mothers take have to that come into back. account. Yeah. Yeah. And then they need to fit back into their uniforms, which is very like I don't know. It's just really hard and strict for them. So it's like a very what's it called? Like there's like an expiration date on a lot of women's um, uh, motherhood yeah. penalty. Yeah. Definitely. And I think as well, like I was just discussing it with my dad, right? And you know, there should be nothing stopping a woman from re-entering the workforce. And you know, there is no problem picking you know like child like raising children and having a family and that is perfectly okay acceptable and a wonderful thing in and of its own self and you know i hope and pray that the feminist movement never gets kind of misread or misjudged as something that uh devalues and places less value upon motherhood because it's a great thing scares me a bit but you know what good to you for doing that that is a wonderful wonderful opportunity and that is awesome but if a woman wants to pursue her career and family, what is stopping her? Like, why are we making things less accessible? Um, and I say women specifically because I think it's one of the areas that is the most well-documented because the feminist movement hasn't quite reached intersectionality yet. Yeah. So it's very, like, I think, yeah, women in the workforce is the one thing that I think has been documented and studied the most closely. I really don't feel like discrimination in terms of people of colour in the workforce has been looked at or examined very well mm-hmm. it's kind of like brushed over but i feel like yeah. there there is like like yeah feminism is the best way to really look at it and the best example also on the note of motherhood i remember talking to like one of my teachers and like we were talking about how um maternity leave it's mm. like a lot of um especially teachers apparently okay another generalization yes. i love generalizing um they work <laughs> up to like really close to the, when they give birth because they want to use like their maternity leave till after the after they give birth to spend more time with the child yeah. and recuperating and stuff like that but i just don't think it's um really fair to expect like a person to be working like eight months or something into yeah. pregnancy like one and one and a half months before you give birth is just insane and i think yeah. it's a lot to expect and demand um, and as well, like looking at other places where you've got maternity leave for a, uh, like places like Sweden, I'm pretty sure have a longer maternity leave time and also maternity leave for both genders, which also, I guess, kind of in and of itself, um, subverts, if you will, that's some English <laughs> extension terminology for you there. Um, but I guess it kind of, uh, con- like, you know, attempts to dismantle really the patriarchal thought that only women should really be the people present or like should be a primary caregiver in a child's life which i think Mm. is really cool as well um anyway sorry circle to circle back to um alex's 53 percent statistic which by the way thank you so much for bringing that up um i think it's really valid valid but i think as well i think it's really easy to flex on the fact that like you have a certain statistic of people 
But I think what's really interesting is now we're seeing more organizations turn towards having diversity in lower level, but not in higher level. And I feel like you need diversity in a higher level to see a ripple effect and to actually see things change. Because if you're saying that all of your like lower level employees are, you know, women or again, genderqueer, people of color, differently abled and all that, that's great. But I feel like if you're not seeing that same representation, that same diversity in upper levels of management, that kind of uh, understanding and appreciation of differences doesn't actually trickle down. And I think it's really important to take a top-down approach rather yes, than Yes, I was literally up. just thinking. <laughs> 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 we love our grassroots approach, but top-down oh, approaches so works. Um, yeah. Equally as valuable. Yeah, definitely. And I think obviously there's different things for different scenarios, but I think in a corporate atmosphere, um, it's really valuable to have a top-down approach. And I wish that more companies saw that as an opportunity because I think as well, diversity prevent, like presents something really great. Not just, you know, looking great and appeasing shareholders and investors and whatever, but I think it's really great as well because it provides so many different perspectives, perspectives and ideas. Yeah. yeah, which actually helps. Mm-hmm. But the thing is like with quotas, um, who is, does labor have a quota? Have a, do they have gender quotas? Labor, like Labor yeah, the Labor Party, yeah. Hang on, let's find out. Um, I (laughs) um quotas are a whole nother agenda. Yeah, (laughs) agenda. Get it? (laughs) Because I'm talking about. In 1994, (laughs) the Australian Labor Party adopted a mandatory 35% pre-selection quota for women in winnable seats at all elections by 2002. So yes or no? <laughs> yeah, they do. Okay. Yes, sorry, they do have quotas. <laughs> yeah. Um, I has it been working well for them? Because you know how there's always like the discussion of quotas and um yeah. is it I don't know if it's tall poppy syndrome or imposter syndrome <laughs> or I think it's imposter. I think it's okay, imposter okay. <laughs> I think. I yeah, he's tall poppy Oh maybe it's maybe both. It could be both. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Um, no, but I totally get what you're saying, definitely. Yeah. Um, but it seems to be working alright for them. I don't know. Yeah. But I think as well, I I really feel like the solution has to be more multifaceted than just quotas. Yeah. Because I think quotas undermined really undermines the work that a lot of women do. Uh, not definitely. just sorry, I keep saying women, I keep saying women, I mean marginalized groups. Marginalized groups. It undermines a lot of the work that marginalized groups do to get to positions and I think really encouraging equality and encouraging equality across the board is a far more and larger systemic issue that needs to be fixed in multiple ways. Again, like, this is weird, but talking about our small direct club and the blanket (laughs) solution, I feel like this is a great metaphor for whatever quotas are, you know? (laughs) Quotas are like the small direct club of diversity. But you know what you need? You need braces, dude. You need braces to fix this problem. <laughs> no, you need you need braces, you need like an expander, you need um plates. plates? Yes. You need the you whole need shebang. Bands, wax, all of it. You, yeah. need... <laughs> you need to fix the problem at its core. Really, we could just be doing like genetic mutation at this point to try and fix crooked teeth because that's what I I feel like that's the perfect metaphor for <laughs> diversity. <laughs> Anyways, I'm glad that we solved equality on all fronts there. Oh, definitely. I feel oh, like yeah. we should really be awarded with like a Nobel, Nobel Equality Prize. Peace prizes. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, anyways, thank you for listening. Uh, again, thank you so much to Alex for bringing up that point. Really appreciate that. Um, 
And yeah, I hope that this has sparked some thoughts, some intellectual discussion from you. Um, and we'd love to hear what you think. Okay. Please don't cancel us. <laughs> Bye.